Welcome to Emerge, and this is our podcast. Emerge is a place where we're all about raising champions fully devoted to Christ. We want to say thank you for joining us today. We hope that this message encourages and uplifts you. Enjoy the message. One of the things that, you know, we know is that it's, it's possible for you to sing without praising. You know, right? It's possible for you to sing songs, but that song you're singing is not necessarily praising God. You know, people sing different kind of songs. You sing songs just to celebrate others. You know, people sing love songs. You know, the baby's crying. You, you try to sing to make sure the baby stops crying. For some people, the more you sing, the more the baby cries. Just, just then you find then you find something else to do. <laughs> but I want you to know that when you're giving God praise, there's something He looks at for it to determine whether your songs to Him will be acceptable or not. He looks at your heart. It's the intent of your heart that he responds to. It's the what? The intent of your heart. That's what he responds to. Are you just singing because it's time for praise and worship? Are you just singing because, you know, everyone is singing, let me just sing along? The state of your heart is what determines the response from God. Now, the enemy knows that. And because he knows that, guess what? His job is to ensure that he puts things your way to make sure that your praise isn't acceptable. There are things called enemies of praise that we need to watch out for. The first thing is this, sorrow. Sorrow. James chapter 5 verse 13 says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him do what? Sing psalms. Sing psalms. Sorrow breaks the spirit of a man. That's what sorrow does. But when you have a cheerful heart, a cheerful heart is what permits you to give God praise. A cheerful heart. You might have gone through different things in your life. You know, you've been disappointed. You've been rejected. You know, you applied, you didn't get it. You know, you wanted this, you didn't get it. And those situations now leave you in a state of sorrow. You, know, you, 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 don't, want to, you don't want to talk to people. You know, you feel hopeless. You, you don't think that opportunity will ever come again. Have you ever lost an opportunity and you're like, you know what, I don't think this will come again. You feel hopeless. You feel, you, 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 you're depressed. You cry just to yourself. It puts you in that state of sorrow because it knows that when you do that, you won't be able to give God praise. 
And when you don't give God praise, you won't be able to move from that position. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Let him sing psalms. Never think that you are in a hopeless situation. If Christ says that I have a hope for you and the future, then why would you ever think that all hope is lost? It's a lie of the devil. Never think that things can never be better. Why would you think that? He says to one who is living, there is what? There is hope. You are alive. Then it means there is hope. Even if that situation is hopeless, you are not hopeless. You serve a God who can create any other situation to counter the one that is working against you. That's the God we serve. If you're living, then there is what? There is hope. That revelation alone should make you always want to give God praise. You wake up, you're like, I'm still alive. Then there is what? There is hope. Do you know the other thing that the enemy uses? Offense. Offense. Now, Matthew eleven six. Check this out. Matthew eleven six says, Matthew eleven six says, and blessed is he who is not offended because of me. This is not offense to one another now. This is offense to God. There are some people who are just mad at God. Mad at God. I asked you. Simple question. You couldn't answer. I thought they called you God. I asked you. Simple thing. Blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Meaning Christ knows that people take offense for him. If you are offended at God, who would beat God for you? Who would fight God for you? There's no one. The enemy wants you to be in a position where you're always mad at God. God, I had this expectation. I had all these goals. Why would you not answer any? Your word says that no expectation shall be cut short. You've cut everything. Offense. When you're offended against God, the enemy puts you in a position where <laughs> this third one is perhaps the most dangerous one. It puts you in a position where you constantly complain. You constantly what? Complain. Complain. Go with me into the book of Numbers. Numbers 11 verse 1. Numbers 11 verse 1. It says, Now when the people complained, that's the children of Israel, it displeased the Lord, for the Lord heard it, and his anger was aroused. So the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed them, some in the outskirts of the camp. I mean, the children of Israel are the most unique people ever. I don't think there will be any other unique people after them. Very unique set of people. They can complain. I mean, if you read the book of, you know, um, Exodus, you know, you know, 
numbers. They can complain. I was reading Exodus 15. When you get home, read it. They complain to God. They complain. You brought us out of, out of, out of um, Egypt. Now we are here. When we're in Egypt, we're eating steak. Now we're here giving us bread. What's up with that? They complain and complain and complain. And then God answered them. I thought it was done. Then I went to chapter 16. The next chapter right there. And the children of Israel started complaining. You did not give us water to drink. How will you give us food and you not give us water to drink? I was the one reading it. I was very upset. Like, who are these kind of people? What is wrong with you guys? They know how to what? Complain. Complain. And then God said something. Very, very profound. It's Leviticus 25 verse 38. Leviticus 25 38 says, I am the Lord your God. Who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan and to be your what? Your God. Who brought you out to put you in to where I'm taking you to? Can you come for a second, Gabriel? No, no. This is what happens most times in life. This is what happens. God already brought them out of Egypt. Right? And they are here on their way to the promised land. So God said, I already brought you out. He said, another, another scripture says, it's the one who has brought them out to take them in. It's one thing for you to come out of where you are, come out of your despair, come out of the prison. It's another thing for you to get into God's promise for you. So a lot of times, the enemy keeps you right here in the middle complain, to just be upset, to be offended. It keeps you right here. You've left where you were, but you can't go into where God has ordained for you because it will make sure that your complaints keep you stagnant. You won't be able to move forward. And that was exactly what happened to the children of Israel. They were right here, in the middle, driving in Egypt. But they still couldn't get to the promised land because the enemy knew that if I can just keep them to keep complaining, to keep complaining, to keep complaining, this is all they will keep doing. This is all they will keep doing. This is all they will keep doing. In the same spots, you're moving, but you're not progressing. Right in the same spots. It makes you think that you're progressing in life. You're just moving, but you're really not progressing. Right in the same spots. You might be here today, Saying, you know what, God, I don't know what it is. You know, uh, uh, you know I'm, so, I'm so mad at this. I'm, I'm not happy about this. I'm not. Stop the complaint. The more you complain, the more you delay yourself from getting to the promised land. The more you complain, the more you delay yourself from attaining God's promises for your life. I'm like, oh, God, thanks, guys. Oh, God, oh, you gave me an admission. Oh, but, you know, um, I haven't, you, you know, th- th- there's no scholarship yet. In between the admission and the scholarship, why don't you just start giving him praise? Oh, God, you gave me a job, but there's no promotion yet. In between the job and the promotion, why don't you just continue to do what? Give him praise. Oh, God, you brought me out of prison. I'm not yet in my palace. In between the prison and the palace, why don't you just what? Continue to give him praise. There is something called the right now 
praise. The scripture says that Jesus is the same yesterday, when? Today and when? Forever. If he's the same yesterday, it means that he did some things for you yesterday and it means that you can thank him for the things yesterday. If he's the same today, then it means he's present today, he has done some things for you today and you can give him thanks for the things for today. If he's the same for tomorrow, guess what? You know he's already in your future. You know he's already in your tomorrow. Then you can give him thanks ahead. Even for where he is, that you know that you will get to. So stop the offense. Stop the complaint. Stop the sorrow. Stop the cry. And thank him for what he's doing when? Right now. Thank him for what he's doing when? Right now. The air you're breathing is giving it to you for you to live right now. Right now. Today's praise is a right now kind of what? Praise. Right now, praise. Father, in this moment, I thank you for what you're doing for me when? Right now. I may not be in that promise yet. I may not have attained that future yet. But in this moment, right now, I give you what? All the praise. All the praise. All the praise. Our praise in the next few minutes, it's going to be a right now praise. Can you rise up on your feet? It's going to be a right now what? Thank you for joining us and a special thanks to those of you who give to our service. It is because of you we are able to spread the gospel and touch the souls of young adults. If you'd like to give, you can do so on our app, Emerge Champs, or go to our website, www.emergechamps.org. We pray you have a blessed week and see you next time. Bye.